It's time to crack a cold one and wreck some rankings on Wrecked Rankings. Welcome to another edition of Wrecked Rankings, and I can tell you right now, there will be no topping this episode as we discuss condiments. This is like the salsa bar at your favorite taco shop. You know, it's just a smorgasbord of things. Most of them aren't very good, but you stick around because it's there and it's free. (laughs) I just have to say... uh, Going a little bit out of order here with our normal starts, but uh, we have a beer that we just opened up that I think I want to discuss, actually, before we get ready for this episode. It's the uh, Southern Star Southern Brunch, is what it's called. It is a citrus shandy. Um, Per their website, it's a citrus shandy with explosive citrus aroma and flavor, making you drop mimosas forever. If there was an official beer of breakfast, this would be it. This beer was made for people who don't like beer, but they will love this one. It's part of an unbalanced breakfast. That is how they introduced this on their website. Southern Star out of Conroe, Texas. What What is your first impression of this? Because I, I had to... I'll just let you go first. It, <laughs> I've had shandies before, right? I think my favorite ever um, might be like, you know, Line of Kugel makes a good summer shandy. Okay. But this doesn't taste like beer. I, I feel like I'm tasting a soda. Right, it's like okay. it's like it's like sun kissed light. Does that make sense? Like it's like, but it, 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 it's like too watered down. It looks like someone tastes, took some orange juice and they're like, "Man, we really have to thin this out." Right? Hmm. I don't know. Like, yeah, to me, it, it feels. It, it's it, an it orange juice like, ranch water. Like it, to me, it, it has a similar flavor to sun kiss. I guess like, like if you took like the 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 meat out of it or the the, the power out of it or something, but it, it basically tastes like I'm drinking like an orange juice soda. I guess I, I don't know how to explain it, but this is something interesting. So I guess <laughs> initial reactions to this beer, uh, not my favorite. Now, <laughs> however, you know sometimes these things grow on you. We will see. I am highly skeptical of that. I mean, I'll, I'll say it's really it's easy to drink, um, but but yeah, it's definitely. It doesn't taste like a beer. I think I think we're in agreement on that on that piece of it. But uh, so now that I've sidetracked us, uh, yep. getting back to the actual discussion. So condiments is is the theme here, and I think first maybe we need to talk about kind of like the definition or kind of what is a condiment. And I think this is where it kind of opens up a world of possibilities. So there, there's one definition uh, I found. It's basically any spice sauce or you know. Preparation that's added to food after the cooking process to enhance flavor or complement a dish, which kind of leaves things pretty dang wide open. <laughs> I think is is the, the the way it comes down because a lot of things fall in that category. Yeah, you know, especially with how our society is today, like we've gone, like we've deconstructed a lot of cuisine. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Like we're doing all kinds of weird fusion and, and different, like build your own this bar. So like. Is everything a, a condiment? condiment? Yeah. Almost. <laughs> so, I think, so when I was putting you on this list, to kind of get in the spirit of this, I kind of stuck to sauce-based items, I guess, is is one of the criteria I kind of put on myself. Um, but then, you know, reading a little bit, you know, kind of what people do and don't consider to be condiments. One of the criteria sometimes people do is that if you can eat it on its own, like it's a dish in and of itself, mm-hmm. then it kind of disqualifies it from a condiment. Okay. Or or some people will take the stance that, oh, yeah, it can be a food 
or you could use it as a condiment. So kind of saying it can be both just depending on the context. Interesting. But some people say, oh, no, if it is a food on itself, you can't just call it a condiment. You're just adding another food to the dish, whatever it is. So, I mean, it's, it gets really weird uh, with the way people debate this. So I, I stuck to mainly sauce items. So I didn't. I know it says spices as one of the items in this definition I was looking at, but... I'm not going to sit here naming seasonings. We could probably rank seasonings or something one day if we want. But. Now, is Parmesan cheese a seasoning? You know what I mean? Because like it gets pep, it gets like thrown in with the red pepper flakes and the salt mm. and pepper. Is it? I don't know. You know, the grated. I don't know. I feel like it's kind of almost like a topping, but I think maybe it'd be fair to include it as it's kind of like don't think me. It's almost just like a, a topping of sorts. But but yeah, I guess that's. That's a good question. I'll probably have to think on that one. But uh, get back to me. Yeah, I'll have to. I'll have to catch up to you on on that debate. <laughs> Yikes. Okay. But. So uh, the only <laughs> the only kind of criteria I had. So I I tried to stick with classics. I didn't really go too off the wall. Um, my kind of criteria was like if you could, if you would add this to your grocery list as like you know mm-hmm. something to check off. Hey, I'm making this and I need this to throw on top at the end. That's that's kind of where that's falling. So, I think we're probably pretty similar. I, I kind of stuck to the basics because um, one of the the things I was applying when I was I was trying to put together what the top five are are you know like popularity you know how commonly these are used things like that to where I think ultimately we'll probably have the same viewpoint as far as the way we're making these lists if I had to guess. Um, but yeah, that's that's really about it. Um, I think the list I put together might be kind of controversial. I'm sure we'll get into that as we go, but uh, I suppose I should just go ahead. Yeah, and you, take you, us off you, here. you should start this. Okay, one. so going into number five on the best list, I have ranch here, and so this is something that I think a lot of people probably have either higher up on their list. Mm-hmm. Especially if they're a fan of ranch, or a they don't have it at all if they dislike it. Um, so, so yeah, ranch. Uh, it, it's primarily a salad dressing is the the most common traditional usage uh, in in main America. I would suppose. Uh, yeah, it's a buttermilk based sauce usually, um, sour cream seasonings. Um, but but yeah, you would see it a lot, obviously, in the context of a salad, but. Ranch could be used for a lot more than just that. I mean, people. I was like down here, dude. Like, yeah, I don't everything. Everything but a salad, almost. <laughs> it really here. is. Like, I mean, people put it on, you know, like pizzas, or they'll put it on wings, or you know, they'll put it on like sandwiches and things like that too. Even it, there's, there's pretty much. It's it's the most universally used dressing down here for just all kinds of random things. I think. Now, I mean. I have yeah, I have told you, and I know you've traveled north too. But like uh, for work, I travel sometimes. And uh, one time, I got buffalo wings, and I asked for ranch. And this was it was only like Upper Indiana, you know. It's like not even like that far north. But like it, they gave me a look, and they're like, "We don't do that here." And they just like force fed you blue cheese. They did, and I used to hate blue cheese. But it has grown on me. That's a sidebar. Yeah, blue but, cheese dressing is good. I, I'll give it that. I mean, I would. I use almost it prefer as, it on on wings. Uh, oh, on wings. That, yeah, I almost prefer it now. You know, that's a fair point. Well, because like, I don't always use ranch on wings because usually, like, you know, I'm going to a place where like I'm purposely getting a specific sauce, and so like 
I only want to taste that sauce. You don't like, want to dilute it. With- yeah, like I don't like not to say that ranch or blue cheese tastes bad. I just I want to be able to focus on the the sauce flavor. No, man. So sometimes see, it interferes. I, I think your mindset's all wrong there. I don't think it's taking away from the sauce. I think it's like you're making a seven layered bean dip, and you just keep adding goodness. You know. All right. Well, let's stick to the wing theme for a second. Then. Okay. So now that if you started this debate on the ranch and blue cheese, what if you know how they like they give you like you know like carrots and celery sometimes? Yes. Which one would you rather have for dipping in? So I, I give you. Carrots and celery say, hey, you either got to dip this in, in ranch or blue cheese. Oh, so I'm picking the ranch or the blue cheese. Yeah, just... just uh, ranch for that. Okay. Yeah, so I think... I think I'm kind of the same mind on, on that point. So I think that's where, from a wing place, especially if I'm not using it for the wings, I still prefer ranch. Um, but but yeah, go, going into it, I mean, kind of like we discussed, especially in the South, ranch is a, a very, very widely used and appreciated item. Um... There's even ranch wing flavors at the wing restaurants on that. There that are now, yeah. So it's something that's, yeah, it's it, it's popular in, in very weird ways. But have you ever bought the like the ranch packets and, and made it? Like it, my wife does it on chicken sometimes. I it, it t- like didn't actually make the ranch; it just uses the seasoning for flavor. Yeah, I don't know if I've done that. You but, should try it. But but yeah, I know people say that. Making the ranch from the packets generally tastes better than the the bottled stuff if you're getting kind of one of the the primary brands. Um, but yeah, no, I think that kind of gets the point across of what I was getting at. Um, but but yeah, it's a, a big piece of popularity, but it it does also taste very good. I I think. I mean, like I said, there's everybody's got their own opinions on on which dressing is the best, and, and maybe mm-hmm. in context it changes. But we could almost do one whole thing on like salad dressings. You, you really could. Um, but but I, I felt like this was a pretty strong pick uh, as far as I guess in my case just barely got into the top five. But, but yeah, I feel pretty good about it there. Okay, so let's go on to mine. Um, I don't think this is going to be controversial. However, I don't know how much needs to be said about it. Number five is Miracle Whip. <laughs> so to break it down, are, have you ever had Miracle Whip? I have. Okay, I've had it a handful of times in my life. You know, it, its thing was it was supposed to be like a Healthier, cheaper alternative to mayo. Essentially, it has the same ingredients, but it's like watered down, and it has more high fructose corn syrup. And also, it's a lot less appealing of a color. Granted, mayo, okay, some people, the the white substance, it, it freaks them out. But, like, this is, like, beige. Like Yeah, I know. It's... it's-, it's 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 off it's off white for sure. Yeah, it's like it doesn't seem it's like you, it doesn't seem like it doesn't seem what is a miracle about this. <laughs> like, and also you're using the name miracle. No other topping or condiment on this list. I don't think has. I don't think includes anything about miracles. <laughs> and whip. Like, was the goal are you, like? Are, are, are we slapping them a fraud? <laughs> yeah, this is this is like back in the 19th century when you'd have like a traveling quote-unquote doctor or salesman, like, bring his wares to each town and talk about the miracle tonics. <laughs> oh, these miracle tonics, they just do this and that. But, you know, and then they got out of town after everyone realized it was, a, you know, it was BS. This, that's what Miracle Whip is. But it, it's still on the shelves. Somebody has to be buying it. I don't know who. I have never been to one of my friend's houses. No, there was one time, but they grabbed it by mistake. They thought it was mayo. So like nobody chooses it. 
I, I'm, I think there's probably a fair amount of people that, that get it. And kind of like the reason you were describing before, it's kind of, oh, you know, it's like a little bit healthier of an option. So, you know, you're chasing down some small victories in the health battle. So this like is like chasing, the I can't believe it's not butter thing. I I would venture to guess that's that's really the target market. Um, but like, is this what you want to slap down on your ham and cheese sandwich? I, I guess the the theory would be that if you're using it in those types of contexts, that you may not notice the difference if it's mixed in with a bunch of other things. Like even if kind of like the texture and whatnot's not exactly the same, that you can kind of blend it in and not necessarily realize. You know that what? Swapped it out. That's that's very astute because I didn't think about that until you just said it. But maybe it is that color because they're trying to blend it in with the bread. It, it you does. know what I mean? Like it's it's close. Like if you spread it on bread, because mayo does stick out, especially if you like lather it on there. Mm-hmm. And I love me some mayo, but like yeah, Miracle Whip. I guess it would with most breads. I guess it would blend in more. Yeah, I I guess it's that that would really be the gist of it. But I would always prefer mayo over Miracle Whip. It 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 can't replace it. Um, I mean. Mayo is what it is, I think. It, it is what it is. And and so I think anything you try to do to replace it by, you know, cheapening the experience or watering it down is, is going to create a less tasty uh, condiment in this scenario. So I, I agree with that observation. I think most of America does as well. Yeah, <laughs> fair enough. So uh, moving on to number four, I've got salsa. It's just like, once again, um, we talked about ranch before. Um, this is another one that would be very uh, southern-based as well, mm-hmm. especially, um, you know, kind of in Texas. You know, Mexican food's popular. Tex-Mex is popular. And uh, salsa is pretty much a key ingredient to most dishes, it seems like. I mean, whether you're talking about, like, tacos or, you know, tostadas. Like, just name a bunch of dishes, and it's either used there as a, a critical component or it's used to enhance it further. Um, and, and there's beyond that too, there's all kinds of dishes that could do a lot better just by adding some salsa to it for flavor. And so I know I put salsa as just kind of like a generic thing, um, which kind of encompasses a bunch of sub salsas. <laughs> I guess there, there's all kinds of True. different salsas yeah. that would be included within this. Um, but I mean, usually there. I mean, some of the common ingredients, you know, tomatoes, peppers, you know, lime juice, th- things like that. Um, th- there's different variations, of course, with some sweeter, some spicier, that that kind of deal. So it's kind of like finding the right tool for the job, depending on what what you're making exactly. The one caveat on this is, I was going through that one debate on uh, the criteria, as far as if you can eat it by itself, it doesn't count as a condiment. So I think that this is one situation where we kind of hit that. Because um, I don't think people are chugging ranch, so that that one doesn't really enter that space. But with salsa, I was thinking about it. it's like if you're eating it by itself, it's usually with chips or something, right? Yes. So it's, isn't that almost like a condiment to the chip? Kind of like putting ketchup on fries. You're putting salsa on a chip. So I was trying to I was trying to figure out what determines whether something can be eaten by itself. Because I guess I guess in this case, the salsa would be the more prevalent flavor whereas you know the ketchup would be used to enhance the fries like i don't know I, I, I think it's a reach it's okay so I, I think it's you, fair would, i you, think it's you, fair salsa is, you'd say salsa is a fair thing yeah all right, it could, all right so even so if you include that then 
you know, chips and salsa is fantastic. Or like I said, the, the other thing is just using salsa on top of other things. And, and so that's obviously more widely used down here, but I got down here, not only from the popularity, but just because of the flavor and the wide varieties of experiences you can get through salsas as well. Now, a couple things here. One, I'm proud of you for mentioning tostadas. Like I'm, I'm super happy you mentioned that. It's a very overlooked dish. Anyways, two, it's very cheap. You know, like it's it's one of the cheaper things to make. Uh, what a couple of tomatoes and Mexicans we use Roma tomatoes. Don't mm-hmm. you go get some heirloom nice tomatoes <laughs> tomatoes on the vine. All right, man. You gotta get like five tomatoes for a dollar. All right. Then you get a couple of jalapenos. Really, that's all you have to have. Some cilantro. But like, mm-hmm. if you have those three things and you have salt and pepper at least, um, that's all. That's all you have to do. And I almost have turned it into like a hobby because, like, you know, if you have like a nice little, even if you have like a little ninja blender, dude, you can you can do a lot of things. Like, and you can experiment, add some sweet in there. You can you know add all kinds of seasonings. Um, it's fantastic if you roast some tomatillos. Mm. Mm-hmm. This is a fantastic pick. Salsa is amazing. All right, you gotta you gotta rank these. Uh, yep, red salsa, green salsa, and just kind of like a standard like pico. Green salsa is number one. Yeah, tomatillo salsa generally is number yep. one in almost every, almost every circumstance. Okay. Yeah. And then so that would be number one. And you have like a preference to kind of like a, a red salsa sauce versus just like a, a pico. I like roasted. Okay. So I, 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 I like I count that in the. I mean, that basically counts as a red sauce. It's a, it, it can be red, yeah, it could be red or green. But yeah, if if you give me a red one, I like roasted. Uh, the only thing, like you know, sometimes store brand generic salsas aren't good. Oh yeah, or like you like you like your or pace, you know, stuff like that. Like it 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 gets the job done. Well, it's it's a similar thing with a ranch. If you're buying, you know, the pre-made, processed, bottled type of stuff, it's it's not going to be the same experience. So. It's going to be different. It's not going to be quite as good or as fresh. Because I yeah. think with sauce especially, it makes a world of difference if you literally just make it fresh versus getting it, you know, store-bought. Like, it's an unbelievable difference in just the freshness of it. I think the tomatoes alone make a huge difference if you're actually chopping them up and doing it that way. Um, but, but, yeah, I mean, I, I like, yeah, I, I think, for example, like with a Pico, even buying store-bought Pico, it, it's much better if you just cut it up yourself real quick. It is. Get it, some it, lime it, juice thing in there. It's, it's always like super soggy, and I get it. Yeah, it's sitting in some juices is, is is really the texture is a huge turnoff. I think. Yeah, and it's like you know, and when you can, people use real lot like fresh lime juice. Yeah, yeah. I, it makes a difference. Yeah, too. absolutely. All right, you yeah. good? Yep. All right, yeah. I'll let you have the floor. Uh, number four. Well, you know what's not going to go on the floor? Relish. Relish is number four, and it wouldn't go on the floor because it's very sticky. You don't want relish on your floor. It's sticky and it looks awful. Okay. What what is relish, right? Essentially it's pickles with goop. Yeah. Right. It's chopped up pickles with goop. So I think almost to your original like conundrum theoretical quandary, like <laughs> plenty of pe- people eat pickles by themselves, you know? But then you you so you're finally chopping them up and then you're adding a bunch of sugar and spices and you're canning it and there's sweet varieties there's just like dill straight up there's there's spicy ones now too there's all kinds of relishes um, but 
just cut up some pickles. Like, you're adding all of this. For this one, I'm almost going more of like the nutritional route. Because the sugar in these is astronomical. Hey, I had it up. It was like, there's like five or six grams of sugar for like every like teaspoon of relish. Yeah. It, it, that When you said relish, I mean, the first thing that comes to mind is kind of like, you know, the sweet relish that they'll have, you know, like in a ballpark for like, you know, like hot dogs and things like that. But I was happy to see this on the list because this is one of the ones I was having in mind. It's just because I just remember it being this, this weird sweet, like sickening, like sweet kind of thing. And it, it, I just felt it always ruined my hot dogs. And so I just stopped using it altogether. Now, again, gonna... now to be fair, there are different relishes and mm-hmm. there are ones that aren't sweet. And you know what? I'm kind of a hypocrite because if there is relish there and I have a hot dog, I'll eat it. Um, and I did it as a kid. Yeah. Cause like you were saying, if you're at the ballpark, it was like one of the three things in the, <laughs> in the little yeah. island stand. Um, <laughs> So, no, it's just, and it, it, it got weird, like, when we were kids, because it started coming out with, like, the squeeze bottles yeah. of the rolls, and it was always odd. It's it's not my go-to, for sure. I mean, yeah, I can, I'm trying to think of, too, like, I mean, once again, you do it on the worst list, I'm trying to think of things that I dislike more that, than relish as well. I'm having a hard time coming up with it. Like I said, my, my imagery is really focused on, like, the sweet relish that that I've come across more than any other type of relish in my life. But, but yeah, I mean, to your point, there are some relishes that are different that are quite good, especially if it's kind of like, you know, you go to a restaurant and they make a specific type of relish to add to like, I don't know, like a burger. Yeah. But it's like, it's like a homemade specialty. And yeah. And they've they've clearly like thought out the balance of flavors where it's using. So it it kind of fits the job. It's not, it's not as processed. Yeah. I, I think that's, that would be the exception. Um, but, but yeah, no, I'm, I'm cool with this pick. I, I think it makes sense to me. Thank you, sir. All right, no, so number three, th- this one is, I guess, one of the expected items is mustard. It's a, it wasn't expected. Actually, you know what? I didn't expect it. I mean, you, you kind of think. it's. I mean, it's, it's a, I do kind of the most think. popular. I think, I, I mean, it's in like the top, <laughs> it's in the top, you know, top three of, of condiments sold, uh, I, I think, pretty regularly. But it's... Used on what burgers, hot dogs, fries. I mean, all kinds of our standard foods. But then it's also incorporated into so many different things. Um, it, I guess it depends too whether you're talking about all kinds of mustard or just the traditional yellow mustard. Um, but for example, like I mean, German food where you get kind of like the spicy mustards to, to go sausages, things like that. There, there's all kinds of other territories that mustard goes into um, and different variations thereof. And for the most part, they're all pretty good. The only thing I, I dislike is a mustard that has horseradish, too much horseradish in it. Okay. I, I am not uh, particularly fond of horseradish. So I think sometimes on the spicy mustards, depending on what ingredients they are and how those are balanced, that's the one thing that kind of drives me nuts. Um, but overall, once again, on the popularity side of things, this would be one of the most commonly used ingredients across the entire country. So not even just southern america uh, kind of like with the, the ranch and salsa that we were talking about um but it's something that i guess yeah it, it, it it's just so common in all our foods um and i think i, I mentioned burgers uh, and so in the south we do love mustard on a burger as opposed to a lot of other ingredients but some people are pretty pretty much sticklers about that as well 
Um, I guess any thoughts, generally speaking, on mustard? You know, I almost thought you were going to go more like specific because mustard, again, is very broad. Like, do you consider honey mustard mustard? I do. You so, do. but even if I had to limit this to just you know traditional yellow mustard, I'd keep the pick. Mm. That's what I do because I guess you know the honey mustards, the spicy mustards, other kinds of things. I mean, they're more offshoots. But and I would say yellow mustard has applications. Like even if you go to like the sandwich side of things, I mean, a yellow mustard could still work in a lot of scenarios where you you may have used like more of a deli type spicy mustard. Um, so I think the versatility of that alone speaks volumes. So yeah, so like I love mustard, you know, especially like you know, spicy brown or something like that, or even um, we have an Aldi nearby, or you might have a Trader Joe's downtown, Nathan, but like. They have, like, authentic German mustard. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, you might have seen it if you have a German restaurant. But, man, th- those mustards are awesome. Like, anything that's, like, you know, the stone ground, uh, kind of thicker mustard, like, dude, you can't beat it. Uh, and it's also one of the healthiest condiments. Yeah, exactly. It really is. So like, it's mustard. It's really just mustard seeds that mustard are seeds. ground up. That's it. It creates mustard oil when when they're when the the seeds are broken. Yeah. Um. And, and yeah, you you do that, and it is yeah one of the healthier condiments when you think about it. Yeah. Um, I guess salsa is not bad. Um, especially it, depending it, on what you're It could be. If so you it, did depends, it. it depends what, what's in, like, you know, I mean, how much sodium you're talking about, things like well, that, say, too. A lot, of the con, a lot of the condiments, it's either sugar or sodium, but, like, mm-hmm. mustard is, like, not, nothing. Pretty good. And, and, yeah, I guess the first one I mentioned, the ranch, I mean, that would not be on the healthier side of things if you want no. to bring that into the discussion. But, but yeah, so, you know, it's more guilt-free than some of the other condiments. I think that's an excellent point. Yeah. Uh, but, no, dude, mustard's awesome. Yeah. Okay. Um, anything else on mustard? Um, I don't know. I guess, uh, unless there's something you had, I mean, no, put it on I mean, your brats. It's a very common thing. Um, you must have heard something. No, uh, put it on your brats and have a good time. Agreed. All, All right. right. What's your number three? Number three, a little out of left field, maybe, uh, wasabi. Okay. And that might be kind of odd for you hearing me say that because, if you know me, I love all things spicy. Like, I really do. Like, I, the hotter the better. Wasabi, to me, is very interesting because, first of all, let's talk about it a little more, like, on a day-to-day. So, like, most of what we have is actually not wasabi. Yeah. Right? It's mostly horseradish. It's green horseradish. So, it, this is almost like a cop-out. This is almost two things in one. Because... Why ruin good sushi with this horseradish? Okay, it it doesn't add anything. I've tried like seven different occasions. I can count them on two hands. That I've tried to incorporate wasabi into my soy sauce for my sushi rolls. And it just, it's not that it adds spice and that it's hot. Yeah, it adds a little heat and you can taste it. But it's the weird tanginess. Like, it's, to me, it's almost like bitter but like not in a any kind of satisfying way. It's just it again. It's that horseradish. I don't want that with my fresh fish. I I don't. It it really bothers me. Like I I again I, I like it. It's cool. Green's my favorite color. I love hot stuff. This is not it. And then if you actually did get real wasabi, it's like one of the most expensive things. 
I think like one ounce is like 160 bucks or something of like actual like actual wasabi. Yeah, it's a hard agree. Very hard agree here. Um, especially talking about, you know, what you see most often with the horseradish stuff, as I just mentioned with the mustard, I'm not a huge fan of horseradish. So if I'm eating straight up horseradish, basically, I'm not a happy camper. I don't want all my food. It's, it's something that's, it's very overpowering and the, the flavors and you know, cause like I like spicy things as well, uh, a lot of times, but usually, you know, the flavor profile is something that's enjoyable, like, you know, certain peppers or things like that, but Horseradish is just not not a taste that I enjoy. It gives you this weird nose feel. I don't know how to explain it. Uh, but I, I'm just not a fan of horseradish. So that's kind of what I think of when I think of wasabi, at least from our life journeys. <laughs> so I'm, I'm completely on board with this completely. And especially with sushi, where you have some like nice, subtle flavors in there with the raw fish, usually. I don't want to... It's like the last time I'd want to bring in something, you know, super powerful to say, oh, hey, you know, I want to taste some horseradish because then I can't taste anything else. And I'm, why did I spend so much money getting some nice fish? And that's what I do with it. You know, it's interesting because, like, you'll hear, like, purists go, well, you shouldn't be adding soy sauce anyways because, you know, the, the person who made the sushi knows exactly what goes into each roll and that's the intent. Forget that, all right? Soy sauce is part of the fabric of Americana. Okay, just don't throw the little green ball in there. Actually, I usually don't use soy sauce with my uh, sushi. I, I usually eat it as the as intended as, 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 as the as the sushiist intended. Do you use your hands too, like traditional Japanese eating of sushi? Actually, or are you a chopsticks guy, or are you uh, something else? I don't know how comfortable I feel answering this, but okay, then you don't I, have to. I'm we a can move on. Bit of each, I am. Uh, Sometimes a chopstick guy. I'm sometimes uh, a hand guy. I actually prefer I'm, hands. I am sometimes a fork guy, depending on what type of soup. Because right, see, this, so this is the crap get, we do in America, where we have get, all these crazy sauces and you have these things falling off the roll. Well, it's yeah, like not even sushi. Depending on what you're talking about, because I'm, I'm not very adept with, with chopsticks, and so depending on the situation, if I get some crazy roll that's been like you know fried with a bunch of stuff piled on top of it, like you know, kind of like these weird specialty rolls that come in. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I have to get treat it more like I'm eating a dish uh, of some sort that's beyond my uh, chopstick capabilities. Um, so I think that's that's kind of where I'm a hybrid. Uh, I could use any of the three depending on the situation. <laughs> well, you know what? Yeah. That's okay. You're, you're just you're very you're a utility player. <laughs> you're the ultimate guy to take to the Japanese restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> so. Let's move on here. So, number two, to clarify when I say this, it is not an instrument. It is mayonnaise. It is one of the most popular condiments. We've mentioned it earlier. We did. When you brought Miracle Whip. But good old mayonnaise is here at number two on this list, and it is fantastic. I think it's one of the best things that humans have created, to to be dead honest. And so, kind of when you're getting like a full-fledged mayo, I I mean, the base of it, it's, you know... Egg yolks and then some kind of acid um, and, and I mean fl- flavoring. So you so you would be like egg yolk, oil, you know, maybe like a vinegar, like a lemon juice, something, something to give it a little bit of spunk. But 
mayonnaise is used so much in, in all kinds of things, whether you're using it like to create other sauces or, you know, spreading it on sandwiches, you know, burgers. If some people like them on hot dogs, I do like them on hot dogs. Do you really? I will, I will clarify that. But it, it's, huh. it just tastes really good. I, I guess it's probably not the most healthy uh, condiment, <laughs> once again. Uh, Certainly so not. So back over yeah. to the unhealthy side. I didn't really factor that in too much, but... I think Hellman's mayo is also the number one selling condiment in America as far as like the king of what sells the most out of everything. Is it really? I believe it is. Huh. Or at least it did once. I mean, I was looking at statistics of that, but it's... I would believe it. It's just tough. I mean, when you think about it, people use it in so many things. I mean, because also, you know, a lot of people make like, you know, like chicken salads, like tuna salads or things like that to where, you know, you're, you're using mayo as an ingredient for, for dishes like those. So like... Apart from just using it as, you know, a traditional condiment sense, like there's other types of uses people have, and especially, yeah, like if you're making certain sauces or making dishes, it probably gets used as an ingredient a lot of times as well, which probably helps the sales. But yeah, like in the condiment sense, I think it, it, it makes anything more enjoyable for the most part, like especially like a sandwich or something like that. It's just got that mayo flavor that nothing else really seems to have. Uh, it's hard to describe too. It's like, you know, it's like this tangy somewhat, uh, I guess maybe tangy is kind of the best flavor profile to put on it. Um, and, and I think that's, that's too where your, your miracle whip discussion really hits home is that it cheapens that experience and it, it's one, not a good substitute, but two, like you're used to having this kind of thick, you know, sauce that, that I mean, basically kind of sticks out a little bit more when you're using mayo versus Miracle Whip. Mm -hmm. And so it, it, that's what makes it so hard to replace, I think. It's because it has a fair amount of personality to it when you're eating. Yeah, so mayo is not my favorite condiment. However, there are a few places I think, you know, it's underrated that you didn't hit on yet. So, like, I love, like, tuna salad. Yeah. Or even, like, a good chicken salad, which, you know, can be hard to come by. But, like, mayo is obviously a big base in that. Um we have, like, developed this huge fixation with spicy mayo. Mm -hmm. Everything now has some sort of spicy variant. Or, you know, even going back to the sushi, now half of it is just some sriracha mayo mixture or some sort of, you know, or every burger place has a special sauce. Uh, yeah, I mean... It, it, it's it's all, like, half... It's, I mean, that's, like, the craziest days. It's spicy mayos or different aiolis, things like that. Like, that's... That's kind of the rage, and especially uh, burger places or other gourmet dining stuff. It's it's kind of worked its way into a lot of, like, the cuisine scene, I guess, over the past, you know, especially, like, the past, like, 10, 15 years, I would say. Yeah. But, but, but like, you know, or if you ever make yourself, like, a nice, hearty, like, sometimes you make yourself a sandwich, but then, Nathan, sometimes you make yourself a sandwich. You know what I mean? I do. Yeah. I think I do. It's like, you know, when you're, you know, not like you're throwing, uh, here's my slice of cheese and like one piece of meat. And it's, this is like you're slicing some tomatoes and you got out some nice lettuce. You cut up an onion. You're stacking meats and cheeses. You toasted the bread. Like you, you are taking the time to make a nice, beautiful deli style sandwich. And you're just, that's the time, man. You just got to lather up. That Hellman's or what, what? What's it with the other brands? Yeah, I think I think Hellman's. That's, that's the, the number the, one, the, right? The big one. Yeah. yeah. I mean, quick question. So when you're making that fancy sandwich yeah. for yourself, 
Have you ever in the past, you know, added like hot Cheetos or anything like that into a sandwich for kind of like a you know, spice slash crunch? not when I'm making myself a nice sandwich. I find the crunch factor is the best when you have when you have like a very strenuous day. Like if you're outside swimming all day, there's <laughs> something about those potato chips crunching in the middle. It just I don't know, man. It hits different. <laughs> I, 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 I know what you're saying, uh, and I, I get what you get. I, I think I know what you're talking about. So yeah, I, I think we're on the same page there. But, but yeah, no, I, I love mayonnaise, and obviously America does too. So I think that speaks for itself. Yep. Um, but yeah, okay. So number two on the worst list then. <laughs> this is gonna be the most controversial one. Number two worst condiment, barbecue sauce. What the heck? Let's talk about it, right? Barbecue sauce, very popular. Here are my problems. Okay. Nobody's barbecue sauce is good enough for anybody else. Have you ever been anywhere barbecue related and you had something and you weren't allowed to just enjoy it because someone else had to go, well, my cousin over here does this better or they do this here. They add more sugar. They have more ketchup. They add more this and that. Everyone, barbecue sauce, out of all these things we've talked about so far, everyone can apparently do it better. Okay, everyone has their own recipe. They're, you know, they're making stuff, batches in their bathtubs. All right. It's also very region specific, which is not like these other condiments that we've talked about, right? You know, even on the grocery store shelves, you got your, like your Memphis barbecue, your Carolina barbecue, you know, you, you have Texas, more hickory and mesquite. Um, every region is a little different. And that's very unique to sauce, but I also feel that, that kind of divides us. You know? It seems like your gripe is more with barbecue culture itself. Because I, I think... You know what? That it, Yes, this may be a very biased pick. I mean, that's something that's... I guess kind of plagued, yeah, I guess the, the middle U.S., the southern, you know, the east coast, like, you know, these different, you know, I guess, barbecue hubs of sorts with different takes on what flavor profiles barbecue sauce should have in this context. Um, so, okay, now, let, let me counter that here. So, Nathan, obviously many different types of ranches, right? I, I think we would probably agree Wingstop probably has some of the best ranch, right? Agreed. Uh, but sometimes you go to a place, and I don't know what brand they have, but it's not very good, right? But generally, ranch is the same consistency. Generally, you have an idea of what to expect. You go to a barbecue joint, you have no idea what kind of sauce you're getting here. <laughs> Do you ever go? To, you ever like have a nice barbecue sandwich going, and like you know they give you a little container of sauce, and like sometimes it's the runniest thing ever. It's just it's just a cup drenches of, your sandwich. Yeah, makes the bread. Also, it's just insane. Yeah. Sometimes it's very thick. The, the viscosity, Nathan. The viscosity. <laughs> it's just not consistent. And you know, if I'm spending my hard-earned money on barbecue because meat is very expensive, especially today, I I want to know what I am getting, and that is not happening in the barbecue sauce scene. I think what this comes down to is okay. that. There's all different kinds of flavors and texture. I guess, yeah, viscosity, I think, is a good way to put it. Um, and each one is different and unique, like a snowflake. And I think sure. maybe you should appreciate that and, and think that, you know, for everyone out there, there's a barbecue sauce for that person. And they just need to find the right one. 
There's a, that could a take years. Do we have the time? Generally, yes. I, I think it's it's something that you should pursue and find. But I guess to your point, uh, it kind of points to this inconsistency in, in sauces across the board, since they all are so different. And depending on your personal preference, there's probably more sauces you hate than you actually like, let alone love. So I think it makes it a little bit difficult. And I, I think the sauce itself contributes a lot to which barbecue places people do like and don't like because the sauce is a huge piece of the of, of the puzzle because so, i mean it's because it, to a certain extent you know with the meats it's how tender can you get it you know what kind of texture what kind of you know fat content different things like that but the sauce it, it, it's always going to be something that that hits you one way or the other the sauce is always going to be a huge factor in, in pretty much any case yeah so the last thing i considered with this as to why it ranks so poorly on my list Nathan, if I said, hey, man, I'm having a barbecue. Oh, crap. I forgot the ketchup. Can you run and get some ketchup? You'd be like, okay, yeah, sure. You're running and get ketchup. Hey, Nathan, you can go get some mustard. Sure. You can't mess those things up, right? If I'd say, hey, Nathan, just go pick up some barbecue sauce. You're going to go to the aisle and you're just going to go, what What do I get? Because no matter what you choose, someone's going to be mad or it's going to be wrong. Okay? That doesn't generally happen. Again, yeah, you can choose the wrong brand of ranch. But again, you're generally getting what you're getting. Barbecue sauces, the spectrum is so wide. I think that that you know that's its own detriment. That's a fair point. Because um, I think, I think as far as putting it on this list at this point, no matter which way you want to slice it, to any given person, probably the majority of barbecue sauces are not approved or disliked or, or something. Kind of like we were talking about. I mean, you have different preferences for barbecue sauces naturally. Most of them you're not going to like, so it's it's a, it's a losing scenario on the whole. You can't please everybody since everybody likes different things. Um, but what I will ask you is, do you have a specific barbecue sauce that you prefer, or like any specific place that you think you like the way they make theirs? Like, what what pleases you? Ooh, so I I am more spicy. Um, well, but you prefer a spicy barbecue sauce. I prefer a spicy barbecue sauce, but I'm also more classic in the sense that, like, anything like hickory, mesquite, smoked, you know, like, you know, you have different, those different, like, you know, smoked kind of flavor sauces. Mm-hmm. I like that kind of wood taste in my sauce, but the controversial part about me, I, I guess, is whenever you're barbecuing, I actually prefer meat to be dry. I prefer just, like, dry rubs. I'm mm-hmm. not a big, like, if you're making some ribs, I'm not a big just lather the whole thing in sauce. Uh-huh. I, f- I feel like a good rub and a good meat should speak for itself. So. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That, I mean, it's a good point. I mean, that, that that probably goes for a lot of meat dishes as well, as far as, you know, the need for sauce. If you built in other flavors that you think should be enjoyed and not covered up, then, I mean, I think that's a, a whole debate in and of itself. Um, yeah, I think I'm more of a tangy guy myself. I, I really mm. like uh, Salt Lake uh, near the Austin area in Driftwood, Texas. Mm-hmm. They they have a very tangy sauce. I, I've actually liked theirs a lot. Um, so so ones that are like that, I think it's that's usually my ballpark. So I guess you and I, we already have differences between us as far as yep. like what our wheelhouse would be. So to, once again, to your point, we'd probably be pretty upset. No matter you have to buy two sauces. Somebody's upset. <laughs> like that's, yeah. Well, I mean, some barbecue places have resorted to having like several available that you can choose from, like that, like a regular. Like, well, a like yeah, yeah. Even like like Rudy's, a, ch- a chain down here, they have like one sauce, and then they have 
a spicier version because I think one's called like a sissy sauce or something. Uh huh. So yeah, they'll, they'll give you they'll give you options. It seems to be a more common thing these days is is having like you know two to three options as opposed to just the one standard one. To, I guess kind of meet the customization aspect, but the the one sauce I will say never get is Papa's barbecue. I dislike it incredibly. That's just Papa Papa's barbecue in general is not very good. Agreed. Uh, that okay. If there's one business that could go out of business, it should be that one. All right. Well, we're a very positive podcast, so give it yeah. to me. Give me number one. I take that back. Okay. Give me number one. So, all right. Number one, the best condiment is hot sauce. Mm. Hot sauce was good. This is another broad topic, kind of like salsa. There's all kinds of hot sauces, but usually, you know, there's some kind of pepper base. Um, and then, I mean, most of them will use vinegar to varying extents. Um, there'll be salt, um, but I mean, those are some of the basic ingredients, but, but yeah, usually it's the sauce form into, you know, more liquidy or maybe even a little bit thicker with, with some kind of peppers and, or combination thereof, uh, of various peppers is really kind of what the spirit of the, the hot sauce would be. But this, this made the list at number one, just because there's almost endless uses of it. It's something you could put on any dish, really, whether it's pizza, whether it's you're making a, you know, you're trying to eat healthy and eat vegetables or something like that, and so you throw that on to add flavor, it it can work wonders where it, it basically injects, you know, some kind of, you know, explosive flavor into something that may not even had it before, um, and, and kind of going to the mustard debate... Usually these are very low calorie or minimal, maybe even close to zero calories on, on some of these. So it's it's a condiment that adds a whole experience without ruining your diet, if that's something you're concerned about. So that's, that's kind of like an added plus. But it, it's, unless you're talking about like, you know, kind of like a sweet dish or something like that, there's pretty much on the savory side of things. Hot sauce can find all kinds of ways to be used, I think is what it comes down to. You know how we know this is number one? I think it was the least amount of things you had to say about it. Because <laughs> nothing needs to be said. Hot sauce transcends everything that we've talked about so far. Again, it, most of it is zero calories. Uh, yeah, there could be some sodium, but that's everything on this list. Um, mm-hmm. And everyone's gotten crazy with it. There's so many different flavors and varieties, but but... Unlike barbecue sauces, there are general just like cayenne pepper hot sauces. Like you can just go get hot sauce. Generally, you, you can get like ten of the same thing from different brands. Um, I think with hot sauces too, there, there's kind of a fair amount of consensus on main options for different types of hot sauce. Like so like the super vinegary uh, side, you know, Tabasco is kind of the general selection there. Uh, I mean, you got other types of hot sauce too. Like I feel like you know like. Cholula is widely accepted, um, at least down in Texas. Um, but I feel like in any region, there's a fair amount of hot sauces that are somewhat approved by, you know, a majority of the population to where, you know, they're commonly held at restaurants and those are kind of the go-tos. So I think there's probably a little bit more consensus on hot sauce than there would be for barbecue sauce. Yeah. Um, and, and, and yeah, it, it, to be honest, it, it also depends a little bit on what peppers you're, you're looking to use, I guess, because that, that can vary things up. I think it's it's almost more of a question of how spicy are, are you willing to to have and then how vinegary are you okay with. I think those are almost the questions that come up most. But, but yeah, so I, I, 
<laughs> you kind of said it. There's not a whole lot to say. It, it pretty much is what it is. It's the yep. ultimate flavor enhancer. No, I think fantastic. Is, uh, the easiest way to say. All right, what I'm curious now. What is what is the worst condiment? Number one on the worst list: tartar sauce. So let's talk about this real quick. What are some of the things we've talked about today, Nathan? We've talked about mayo. We've talked about chopped pickles, right? We've talked about sugar, not great. We've talked a little about lemon juice. There are other things that we haven't touched upon, like parsley, um, a couple other seasonings. But You're really relishing this moment. All of these things have somehow morphed into something that we are supposed to dip our fine fish and chips into. And this needs to end today. Okay, if I want to take my family to a Long John Silver's and I want to get a big bucket of fish, I do not want the first thing them to ask me is, sir, can we bring you some tartar sauce? That is unacceptable. Okay, it's just mayo. It's just mayo, but like with pickles and other seasonings and lemon juice. It's got a great tang to it. No, it doesn't. Okay, mayo and acid I don't like it. I'm also not a big aioli person. Well, I guess the mayo's already got a little bit of acid in it already, so it doesn't... It does. Let's see what else is in here. Yeah, so fresh dill, right? Or finely chopped parsley, lemon juice, sugar. Uh, Again, yeah. I think that's something, too. Like, the the, the exact recipe will vary a little bit place by place with tartar sauce. But generally, again, mayo is already bad. It's delicious, but, like, health-wise, it's already bad. So now you're already compounding it with more sugar, more acid from the lemons and the pickles. And so I just don't but find the it... the taste, though. No, not the taste. Okay, what what's the biggest use case for tartar sauce, Nathan? The biggest what? Use case for tartar sauce. Fish? Yes. Probably that, fish. out of everything we've talked about today... Everything was more broad than that. That's true. I mean, tartar sauce is more of a one-trick pony in that sense. Maybe wasabi would also be up there, I guess. But this one, for how widely accepted it is still, it's like it, no one's using it that often. It, it, it's it's one of those things, too, where like when I've seen it at restaurants, it's like never refrigerated. And I'm like... It's supposed to be after opening, right? <laughs> right? Maybe they just make it fresh constantly. Like, are they using Miracle Up instead of mayo? They're just making fresh tartar sauce. You, I just find the texture of it is odd with the pickles and the parsley, and sometimes they put onions in it. I've seen that before. It's just not something I want with my hot fish. It To me, it doesn't add. Just Cocktail sauce, I think, is fan- underrated. It, it didn't make either of our lists. Cocktail I love that. It has a nice tang to it. That has the tang I want on my fish. Tartar sauce does not. Tartar sauce is excellent. I think this is uh, where we disagree. I don't I think, care. I mean, looking back, I guess, so your list, yeah, the Miracle Whip, the relish wasabi, I get. I guess the barbecue sauce, that, that, that was the caveat. It's, you know, there's so many different things, but, I mean, there, there's specific barbecue sauces that I truly enjoy. And the tartar sauce, I really do enjoy as well. I, I think. I don't. Absolutely excellent. I think it's the perfect compliment because it it gives you that 
you know, if you got like a, a hot, fresh, you know, greasy fish or something, something with that little bit of acidity into it, you, you know, uh, it, it's it's a it's a great balancing sauce. I, I think it brings order to the fried fish realm, if you will, and. and you can't have a fillet of fish without tartar sauce either, so that's 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 a part of how you say it, Americana. This Nathan, no, this is a stupid condiment. It seems like a child invented tartar sauce. Like if you told a child make a condiment, this is what they would give you. I, I, well, that's that's actually that's actually not the worst. I think you're, I think you're really fishing here. I, 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 I disagree. I, I'm just going to let excellent. I'm going to let you off the hook because we can just we can keep diving into this. <sighs> We're going to get reeled back into this discussion sooner rather than later. Let's all right. Let's think about it like this. What did SpongeBob use to spray Mr. Krabs? What episode was this? Wasn't the one with the plankton robot crabs? And he was he was right. Yeah, remember he sprayed him with tartar sauce. Yeah, remember he like. They were held up, like, at the end. It was the, no, I'm the real Mr. Krabs. No, I'm the real Mr. Krabs, and Spongebob lost it. You don't remember this? How, right, how does this play into your point? This is what I want to know. If it wasn't even good enough for the down, like the underwater creatures, it's not good enough for us land critters. We deserve better, and we will no. get better. I'm, Have a nice yeah. hot sauce. It's healthier for you, and it, it goes great on fish. All right. Boom. I mean, hot sauce, yeah, I, I'm okay with that on fish as well, even fried fish. Um, but going, yeah, I guess we'll leave the tartar sauce discussion there. <laughs> so on the uh, dishonorable mention side, I guess we'll go there first. Uh, I mean, you kind of covered everything I was saying, because um, my main complaints were horseradish-based items, which we already kind of covered with wasabi, and then relish, which you, you did mention already. Those are the main ones that are really coming to mind for me. Is there any ones that you're thinking about putting on your list that didn't quite make the cut? You know, there there was only a couple. So, can you, you probably know what one of them? No, you no, you don't. Never mind. I hate sweet and sour sauce. Okay, okay, that one is. A little, I, I I didn't think about that one. It. I don't like it. It's it's too. Sweet. It's like there's there's no. I think some are better than others, but and also yeah, some and also some are very runny. Some are very thick, but it just you know it's either red or like oddly yellow or like orange. Yeah, it's like it's that weird orangeish or like a tie dye looking thing. Yeah, that color area somewhere in there. Yeah, I just don't. I don't like it. I don't have a great reasoning for it, but it just almost made the list. Okay, that's that's fair. That one also. Yeah. Okay. All right. What's the other one? The other one actually is ketchup. What the? All right, all right. I guess I'll let you go. But th- this is one I thought you were going to ream me for not having. Because I, I, I would assume coming to lists like this, that would be kind of like what people would assume would be like the consensus number one of sorts. But uh, I guess I'll let you take this over. <laughs> and, and see, here's the thing. I used to love ketchup. And I'll still have it from time to time. But like I, I liked it more as a kid. So I used to hate mustard. Now the, the script has flipped, essentially. <laughs> It, okay. It's a sugar bomb. For for what it is, it's tomatoes and sugar. Essentially, that's what it is. So, like, there are other alternatives. And, again, I think as I've grown older with hot dogs, with brats, I think mustard just naturally goes better mm-hmm. with 
burgers, like you were talking earlier, like mustard is a big thing down here. Mustard and mayo, I would choose over ketchup yeah. every time. I guess continuing that discussion to, um, it's kind of, a lot of people consider it like sacrilege to put ketchup on a burger. Like that's, that's I don't consider it sacrilege. Thing. So like it, there's, I guess a lot of the people who are in the, you know, the heavy mustard department are anti-ketchup on a burger. They're very elitist. I don't know if you have any passions one way or another. No, I, I don't. I'm, I'm so, fine with it on a... I say, so I guess... I, I'm more in the it's overrated okay. camp. I guess, I mean, so one use that still, I think, is, is a good combo is ketchup and fries. fries. I mean, outs or I guess other potato-based dishes, too. But here's the thing. Really- yes, it is. However, with me personally, I actually infuse hot sauce into the ketchup. Okay, so that, that was lot. the next thing I was going to say is... For example, like we have Whataburger here. I love the spicy ketchup. I think Regular that, ketchup shouldn't exist anymore. Get rid so of it. I think there's variations of ketchup that are quite good. I mean, I've had curry ketchups before that are really good, too. Yeah, any kind um, of spicy ketchup. So I, I think that's that's the the other thing I think about is, you know, some of those the spicier versions. But usually then, too, it's still mostly being used, uh, you know, on fries. I guess ketchup is still a popular hot dog. Uh, it is. As well. and so but again, there. do you know, do you know how well. I know now as an adult it was more skewed towards children? We went too far in the early 2000s and started coming up with all those colored ketchups. The, the purple is gross. Everybody no knows. other condiment did we do this for. Yeah. Right? And no other, to my knowledge, no other. Con- you had the purple one. You had the green one. There was a blue one. There, was, there had to be others. I remember the green. I remember the purple. The purple was very... Uh, it wasn't very appetizing looking, yeah. I guess is the way to put it. It, it almost seemed like a brown sometimes. It, yeah. It, it was not the best. <laughs> but, but yeah, okay, so you had ketchup on your worst list. So no, no, honor, or, or dishonorable mention. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yes, your dishonorable mention for the, the worst list. list. Correct. Okay. So that, that I didn't see coming. So I guess, at this point, I guess we can flip over to the honorable mention side. So I guess you may not read me about not having ketchup, but... I guess I'll give you the first go at anything that you wanted to see on the best list that didn't make it. I, I have an out, oddball one, and I don't know if you would consider this a condiment, but I do. Okay. Hot fudge. Okay. That's, that. See? That would count, I guess. Right? No one's just, eat, no one's just eating a jar like of hot you're, fudge. You're thinking like... In Ice creams or sundaes or... or cakes. Cake, yeah. So... With, with, see, yeah, I, I guess it means a crate. So it's something that one definition is it's something like that you you put on. Generally, after, it's after yeah. cooking to do. So I mean, if some of these items aren't necessarily cooked, but it's not cooked less, with it generally. Yeah, but I guess for like something like an ice cream, you wouldn't necessarily consider it to be a cooked item. Or like you sorts. know, or it's I guess it'd be post preparation. I I yeah, I guess like one in the same vein. What about like whipped cream? Do you consider that a condiment? I would say, oh, you know, we'll count both of these as condiments. I think that's a fair point. But hot fudge, that, that'd be a good one. The only reason I wouldn't include that is just because, once again, on the usage side of things, I don't think it would come up that frequently. But as far as, like, you know, dessert toppings and that, that, that scenario is concerned, like with ice cream, I mean, hot fudge is incredible. I, I will never... I contradict that. I guess like that's. I think yeah. that's a very good point. Is there is there any other ones you're? Hoping? No, I mean I, I was pretty good. I was pretty happy. Okay. I mean you put salsa and hot sauce on your list. I'm pretty ecstatic. So so yeah. So here on the best list, um, yeah, honorable mentions ketchup, uh, of course, was on mine. 
barbecue sauce was another one I seriously considered. Um, I'll just kind of list these other ones and see if any of these hit you in any kind of way. Um, soy sauce, buffalo sauce, peanut butter, guacamole, jams, uh, honey, aiolis, those kinds of things. Um, I guess kind of on that criteria again about eating it by itself. That's where things like peanut butter and guacamole get kind of See, hard to my judge. My gut said guacamole is not a condiment. Yeah, because I guess it, it's like it's like you a, can it's, use it's it almost a like a meal. Because you can throw it. I mean, think about like like kind of the way you use sauces. Like you can throw guac on like you know like tacos or even like a burger. Yeah, like, there's it can be used as a condiment, but is it disqualified from that usage because you know you can basically just eat straight up? Now guacamole. does does the availability and convenience factor and longevity of like freshness count you know what i mean because like salsa keeps a lot longer things to consider i didn't necessarily bring those into my considerations i was thinking about mainly usage taste that 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 was was because to me a condiment's like a quick grab thing like something like I, that, I have that a jar has, of salsa in the fridge. Something here. that has a shelf life to yeah. it. Yeah. More than a couple days, I guess. Yeah. So yeah. I guess like guacamole would go bad pretty fast. I guess peanut butter would be the opposite, where that one lasts for freaking ever. Um, but I have I, eaten I, peanut I butter guess, by itself. Yeah. So I don't I know, say, I don't know if I can. One, I would say, like, I mean, I, I, I've known people personally eat spoonfuls of peanut butter. I do. And just do it straight up. And so Fantastic. Yeah, it could be consumed by itself, yeah. obviously. So, like, that's a hard one. But I guess, yeah, the other ones I mentioned, soy sauce, buffalo sauce, jams, uh, honey, aioli, any of those specific ones that you have any passion so, soy about. Soy sauce. Soy sauce. That, that's a good one. That That's one that, I mean, one, once again, it, it's very commonly used. And, I mean, for that alone, I had to consider it. Um, I'm not a huge soy sauce guy. Uh, like, I like soy sauce when, you know, it's, it's used as an ingredient to make other sauces and things like that. But I don't necessarily personally add, you know, soy sauce on top of things very often. I guess we already talked about sushi where I usually don't dip my sushi in soy sauce or anything like that. So it doesn't hit me quite, uh, quite frequently. And then kind of with the other ones, like, you know, like Buffalo sauce, that's kind of like a, it, it has it, versatile. It's become uses. more of a condiment over the years because, yeah. like, I don't even know if it used to be able to like get much of it, but like now there's so many different varieties of it now. I mean, yeah, you can use it for fries, things like that. So, I mean, it, it's expanded just, I mean, beyond just like you know, like the wing territory of sorts. So that one, I don't know if it's quite popular enough in in like just a general sense. I don't, I don't think so because I think even some places that have it, like most people don't know that they have it. Yeah, so I, I think that's kind of what held it back. But I guess yeah, really the big controversy is ketchup not being on the list and then i mean a lot of people use barbecue sauce for all kinds of things i think that's one thing we didn't discuss there's some people who like to put barbecue sauce and just all kinds of stuff i mean outside of just eating at barbecue restaurants you know just kind of everyday usage i mean with chicken or, or something like that like or just like some people like it on fries or like chips people there's some people who really are big on barbecue sauce again it's usually, like it was- I think it's usually like almost like those casey masterpiece like kind of things they're like the ones that are frequently used by people. See, I, I feel like sauce. when I was a kid, yeah, I would use it more for like nuggets and fries and stuff. But like as an adult, yeah. I, I wouldn't. Yeah, I, I guess maybe it's kind of with the ketchup, barbecue sauce. Maybe it's somewhat of a palate change over time as far as it's all that which sugar context stuff, you use yeah. it. Because I mean, obviously, we still use barbecue sauce and ketchup in in different ways now. But 
it's not as wide as it used to be when we were children. Yeah, that's for sure. Um, but yeah, I think that I think that covers it. Uh, do you have any closing thoughts on this? Beer? I didn't like it. It it, almost, it was fine. You know it's what? not a beer. I think it tastes more like a seltzer. I don't think it's a shame. I, I think it's, it it feels like a seltzer. I think that's the best like, way to describe it. I, I'm more disappointed because they're calling it a shandy. It doesn't taste like a shandy. <laughs> I kind of want you to write a letter to them about it. Like again, it's if they didn't la- like if this wasn't labeled and you said here, Matt, open this can and drink it, it'd be like, ah, it's fine. But no, this is I don't know. Maybe I will. So wait, if you take the factor out that you, you think it was a beer before you drank it, do you still dislike it? I'm indifferent. Like okay. I don't know. I don't think I would have this for brunch. <laughs> I, I, mean, I don't. That's a fair point. Yeah, I, I mean, I think I'd rather have a mimosa. Yeah. If, 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 if my options are this and a mimosa, I think I'm going to yeah. drink that. So I guess it didn't quite achieve that objective of theirs. Nope. But yeah, no, I think that, I think I'm on, on board with you on this one. <laughs> all right, guys. Well, that's all we have today for condiments. We appreciate you guys listening. Just remember, we're wrecked rankings and throw away your tartar sauce.